0: Tonight, Bank of Ghana pushing for a complete reset of Ghana's economy on the back of the latest $3 billion
1: IMF bailout. The approved IMF uh, support programme should not be seen as about the money alone. What matters most is the fact that the programme sets out a a set of policy and structural reforms that should help Ghana to reset uh, economic policy fundamentals.
0: We have the latest as the Bank of Ghana confirms first tranche of $600 million will hit Ghana's accounts in less than 24 hours.
1: We have had a swift advice today uh, to receive the money and value date tomorrow to $604 million uh, US dollars.
0: So what will the $600 million be used for?
2: Uh, we are um, running um, a budget deficit to, to continue um, to support um, the programs um, that we have, is where the six hundred million dollars um, will be will be deployed.
3: This is top story with Evans Mensah.
0: And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. The Bank of Ghana is tonight pushing for a complete reset of Ghana's economy as it warns the latest deal should not be all about the money. Ghana yesterday received the IMF Executive Board approval that will immediately unlock $600 million. Today, we are learning a bit more about what government intends to use that money for. In fact, we have learned that the IMF has already commenced processes to transfer the fund's tonight. Governor of the Central Bank Dr. Ernest Adesing has been speaking at a joint press conference with the International Monetary Fund in the U.S. Capitol,
1: Washington, D.C. On three issues this afternoon. First, from the perspective of the Central Bank and for that matter uh, the the government of Ghana, the approved IMF uh, support program should not be seen as about the money alone that is the budget support that comes with the approval While that helps with the current reserves profile of the central bank, what matters most is the fact that the program sets out a a set of policy and structural reforms that should help Ghana to reset our economic policy fundamentals, which was dislodged by the crisis over the last year or so. These deep-seated reforms should re anchor policy and embed irreversibility in our policy outcomes. And ensure that buffets are rebuilt to make our economy more resilient. The second point uh, follows from the first that this is now the time to begin the work. The program approval is just the beginning of the real work of building Ghana better. And thirdly, the executive board's approval of the support program yesterday, especially if you look at the time frame within which Ghana secured this approval. It's an indication of the strong government's uh, political will and commitment uh, to the reform agenda, the painful sacrifice of Ghanaians, especially through some of the measures such as the domestic debt exchange, uh, which has also helped us reach these uh, conclusions very quickly. So we have reached a point where these stakeholders should come through very quickly with their support to give meaning to the catalytic role of the fund and help build Ghana better. We see here a clear demonstration of burden sharing, including macro and structural reforms and the domestic debt restructuring. We're looking forward to and continuing to count on an expedited process to conclude the remaining negotiations on external debt restructuring to ensure that Ghana quickly gets the full benefits and complements of these reforms to underpin the policy resetting agenda.
0: We also learned at this press conference that the IMF has already uh, made the transfer of $600 million. When exactly is he hitting our count? This is the Bank of Ghana governor again. Uh,
1: the criteria for the June assessment uh, would include the zero central bank financing of the budget, as well as an indicator, I believe, on the primary balance. So, these are going to be key in making the assessments in June, and that probably would help trigger uh, another displacement after that assessment. But just for your information, we have had a swift advice today uh, to receive the money and value day tomorrow to 604 million uh, US dollars.
0: Also at the press conference was the finance minister Ken Oforiatta, who disclosed that government plans to use a six hundred million dollars to finance government programs.
2: Um, as you know, we are um, running um, a budget deficit. Uh, we are also agreeing um, for zero financing um, for that. Um, so to continue um, to support um, the programs um, that we have is where the $600 million um, will, be, will be deployed. Um, I think going forward, um, the issue of efficiency of government uh, and efficiency of services um, to the people are going to be key, uh, and therefore finding ways of ensuring um, that we're efficient in our deployment um, that, that we have. Um, so that's going to be key. I think for all of us uh, in Ghana, Um, to really internalize that uh, there's a new era uh, with regards to our own uh, behavior, re-engineering and the type of imports that we have moving towards uh, food security so the importation of rice and poultry and tomatoes, etc are brought down and we produce those um, ourselves. Um, That really will signal uh, a new way forward that will increase the resilience and sustainability of the program.
0: Well, the big question now remains whether the uh, IMF program will be enough to turn around the fortunes of this country. Well, Ken Ufriata uh, says he's confident that if uh, fully implemented, it will help revitalize the entire economy.
2: Uh, Ghana's IMF board approval is far from a magic solution. One, what it is, however, is a crucial first step on the necessary journey of strong reforms, inclusive growth, and relentless pursuit of a growth agenda geared towards restoring our economy to a place of strength, prosperity, and resilience. Undoubtedly, the economic toll on our people from the effects of the global public crisis cannot be understated. Uh, we are indeed grateful for the forbearance of all Ghanaians in the wake of the domestic debt exchange program which was difficult, but ultimately a necessary um, exercise. It also has impacted our banking institutions, and we look to work with the banks to make sure that we get the financial stability um, that is required. Ultimately, the debt exchange program combined with our multi-year focus on growth, fiscal sustainability, and debt sustainability should accelerate our economy renaissance. We are already seeing some relative stability in the currency uh, and in inflation, thanks to the work also by the central bank. Uh, indeed, um, I think we have to move ahead, and as a good book says, we should forget the former things. We should not dwell on the past and see that new things are being done, and we are ready um, for that. Now, the government of President Kufuor is acutely aware of the enormous tasks ahead will be inspired by the momentum and propel Ghana to attain the staff level agreement, financing assurance from our bilateral creditors and board approval in near record time to implement this six month ECF program. We are certainly on the path towards not just recovery, but also revitalizing our economy. In that regard, I'm confident that government with the support of the fund and the collective effort of the Ghanaian people will work through our current challenges and emerge stronger uh, than before.
0: Well, George Raffa is with me in the studio with the uh, business team. He's been a lead on the IMF uh, negotiations and the program. He broke the story uh, two weeks ago that uh, we can anticipate a deal this week and the first disbursements. George, uh, you've been following this Mm -hmm. uh, press conference. Uh, One outstanding issue remains, which is still uh, the creditors. They've given us a financing assurances. Um, Do we know? more about when that will be closed because if you read the program that is attached that essential
3: Ted Plunk will be concluding that part of the negotiations mm-hmm. and actually getting the debt restructured. Yeah, you're right, and even we still do not have a fair idea in terms of when that negotiations will be concluded. Only to get the assurance from government is that they are making some significant progress that will lead to them reaching some understanding or memorandum of understanding with these external creditors to ensure that we get a deal with them. That could also be very critical in getting that second tranche of IMF cash dispersed to Ghana.
2: Um, indeed. Um, I think last Friday was actually quite a seminal uh, moment um, um, for the whole Common Framework um, G20 um, expedition, we would say, uh, because it has been really difficult um, for a, a lot of countries. Um, the co-chair by France and China uh, and the discussions that went on Um, For the assurances to be given on Friday were timely, uh, well thought out, and also it's an indication of how uh, we may be able to work with the common framework more effectively um, for other countries that are coming up. Um, With regards to the external creditors and the Eurobond investors, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we've started those discussions um, and given the signaling that has come um, from the fund. Um, that would um, sort of uh, influence the environment and the discourse. Uh, But there's a lot of um, um, optimism um, about exactly where Ghana is going and that if any country can do it, um, Ghana can do it. Um, I understand that uh, even at the board meeting yesterday, uh, there was actually um, a spontaneous clapping when it was approved um, so that is how strong people are feeling about our country. And that's because we have done it before, as you know, um, before COVID, um, we were at about 7% growth. Um, inflation was down to single digits, uh, et cetera. And I think we we're on a good trajectory until the incidents that have been quite cataclysmic um, for the whole world. Um, so there's excitement um, going forward. And we are confident that we will fulfill um, the structural um, targets um, that we have set uh, and we really are calling all Ghanaians to join um, in this effort um, to, to make it uh, happen
0: And George, I know you have a lot of insider information as far as the uh, processes towards the approval is concerned. The finance minister we just heard there say that yesterday when the executive board approved it, there was spontaneous clapping. But I know that the government officials were not part of this meeting.
3: Well, well, Ghana has a rep on the board, and that rep is not just representing Ghana. There are other countries as well that that rep represents on that board. And yes, of course, uh, I, I stand to be corrected, but I think that it was shared by the managing director... Of the IMF... ...on... ...Gargeva... during that meeting... ...on that board... ...that looked at Ghana's program... ...and that was quite unusual... ...to have the MD... he has been the league champion... ...yeah, as, pushing very hard... ...and course. from what you saw... ...from the, the, the pictures in the room... ...you realized that as soon as the deal was closed... ...it appears that there was some excitement... ...I don't know the bit about the clapping... ...so it appears that the board itself... ...going into that meeting... ...on their mind... is like we are going to approve this program... And if there are even any issue, let Ghana go back and work on it. And sort out. Of yeah. in, in the interim, we know that
0: the $600 million is hitting in accounts as a
3: 600 uh, 4 $604 million. million yes, dollars, yeah. uh,
0: dollars is hitting in accounts tomorrow mm. morning, as mm. the uh, BOG governor Government. just yeah. confirmed. Yeah. Yeah. But the key question remains going forward, and that has been the subject of some mm. controversy mm. today. Mm. What are the conditions that will influence the subsequent reviews? Mm. Uh, this came up today at this press conference because
3: the IMF mission chief himself also spoke about this. Mm. Evans, you're right on that one. And before even I give you my, much details on that, even you had the governor himself making that argument that we shouldn't be that fixated about the money, but rather the structural reforms that this program will bring that would help take the economy to that level that we're all looking for. Yes, Stefan Van Rodea agreed that, yes, there are some benchmarks or conditionalities that we have to meet for that second tranche has to come in. The IMF mission will be in town next month to do that on-ground review. But, you know, there were questions about whether we can meet those conditionalities and what that would mean for fresh disbursement. He was kind of optimistic that, you know, doesn't see anything coming in that could truncate or affect
4: the program. Um, there's no additional conditions. Uh, the program has been approved yesterday and, uh, and uh, the, the disbursement is, uh, is available. The money is available to the, to the central bank and to the, to, to the government. Um, on the timeline for the restructuring of, of external debt, um, of course, on the external side, uh, you have two components, you have uh, the debt that it held that is held by by official bilateral creditors. Um, the expectation, I believe the, the the goal, the objective of the Ghanaian authorities is to reach an understanding with with official creditors indeed, by the time of the of the first review uh, on the specifics of the of the, the, the terms of the of, of the restructuring um and and of course you have the second component that has to do with the private sector external debt and 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 here um i believe the authorities and their advisors are engaging with with the, these commercial creditors also with the goal of trying to to advance the discussions uh, uh, rapidly so that's for the timeline on the on the external debt restructuring um I believe you also asked in a way about the timeline of the first review. So the first review of the program will be based on an assessment of the quantitative objectives under the program as of end June, and it will take a few months after that to make this assessment with the goal of bringing the review to the board in November. So that's the timeline for the first review of the program
0: and and that uh, subject of Conditions mm, Very mm, important.
3: Mm, mm, you mm. asked the question and, and, and even, on I mean, the subject. I, I mean, I, I pleaded everyone to go through the program, the staff report that they put together. There are certain, certain interesting things in there. And the concern was that even for uh, the, the next disbursement, which should happen, they will have the on-ground review in June. There's supposed to be a test date that we should have met all these requirements to actually trigger the next disbursement coming in. And there are concerns that whether we are on that path to meet all those conditions and whether even if we miss out on one, that could affect fresh disbursement coming in. Well, Savan Rode, he was quite optimistic that government should be able to uh, meet all these requirements. So concerns that going forward, we might miss out on one condition or benchmark and that could threaten the program implementation shouldn't be a challenge or so. But if you look through the document, some tough things that we're supposed to undertake. Yeah, indeed, George. And uh, let's highlight a few of them that I've
0: I've, I've isolated. You know, one of the things in Ghana that affects almost everything and and, and feeds into inflation is the cost of fuel. Mm. And you notice in this that one of the things that Ghana has agreed to do, quote, expenditure savings, which are also critical to create the needed fiscal space, Will stem from efficiency gains and the reduction of large subsidy bill to the energy sector. Right? Yeah. Quoting here, said authorities have launched public expenditure reviews, including a review of statutory funds, to identify potential sources of uh, of savings and improve spending efficiency. In addition, an ambitious reform agenda uh, in the energy sector is expected to limit its uh, its growing fiscal cost. Mm-hmm. And it says that uh, the baseline assumes the stock of payables will be cleared Mm. over seven years, which will entail a larger deficit on the cash basis. The authorities Mm. are designing a detailed clearance strategy uh, to affect this. And this will improve quarterly reports. But this is a part that also is interesting. It says, Tradesa challenges uh, and achieve the program's revenue mobilization objectives. Mm. The authorities are preparing a medium-term revenue strategy. And this strategy will focus on tax policy and revenue administration measures necessary to reach the authorities' program revenue objectives yeah. in between 2023 and 2026. So these key
3: issues about revenue yeah. Yeah. are already yeah. and, on the table. And, and even the, the bit about the energy sector in which you would know, one of the key things that we are struggling right now with in respect to our debt build-up Is the stock of areas in the sector. And if you have this challenge, why are you still advancing subsidies? If it's about even the premix, there are even concerns about whether it goes directly to these farmers. So, yeah, there are some issues that we need to look at. Yeah, and also, uh, this is also very important, quote, automatically adjusting fuel
0: levies. By exchange rate movement or inflation. That is a key one because that goes directly to what you get at the pumps. Let's bring in uh, Professor Peter Korte with ESA, uh, heads ESA, joins us now. Prof, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Uh,
5: good evening to your descending listeners. Good evening to you and, and just- George.
0: Let's start with the, the the immediate issue, which is the 600 million hitting accounts tomorrow morning. The finance minister has disclosed today that uh, that money will be used uh, for government programs. Of course, you're running a deficit now. They need that money. I mean, I asked, I raised this because we're told that the primary reason why we're going to the IMF to, is to get um, balance of payment support. So you think that money should go right there immediately. But the finance minister says... We need to you know, get to sponsor uh, and, and finance our programs. What do you say
5: about that? Yes, um, um, those of us that joined the press briefing um, um, we were basically educated on the flexibility of the IMF support. It's not always balance of payment support, but also depending on the crisis facing the country. And for us, it is a huge deficit, our uh, budget deficit that we are being we are facing now. The debt exchange program um, uh, is, is actually affecting government finance, so government is not able to fill that fiscal gap. And IMF is in to solve a problem to ensure stability and growth. So if a major problem facing the country is a huge budget deficit, then, of course that is where the money should go. So that is basically what the fund seeks to do. The dollar component will hit Bank of Ghana, and Bank of Ghana can then release the CD component to government to finance it, its budget. But let's also look at this from this perspective. The IMF program is, like a, is a medium-term program, and then the budget is an annual implementation of the medium-term program. So if you are implementing what is in the program, it is just obvious. That you implement or you you finance what is in the budget, and therefore some of the monies will certainly go to towards debt servicing, which you find in the budget. Some will go towards financing other activities within the the budget. Basically, the the uh, deficit, the huge deficit that we find in our in budget, which has to be blocked.
0: And then, Prof, we're now reading the full document now, and, and some of it, the sort of things we've committed ourselves to do it's going to impose a bit of betting on yourself and mine uh, and everybody else going forward. I mean, the one that I isolated a short while ago is the one that talks about the commitment to automatically uh, review fuel prices uh, according to uh, what is happening with the uh, city and also inflation. Um, That's just one, but there are many. I'm pretty sure you've, you've had time to look at this. But if you look at that, considering how you know, fuel prices and how they behave affects almost everything in this country. That appears to be a, a significant pain that we'll have to carry going forward.
5: You, you are very much right. That is why, ideally, we, sh- we should have managed the economy. We should have kept our house in order. But unfortunately, there are difficult choices. Unfortunately, we were also hit by COVID and Russia Ukraine war and other external factors. Uh, we didn't have the buffer. Uh, we had borrowed uh, to the limit and therefore didn't have the buffer to, to continue and therefore had to resort to IMF as the second best solution. It's certainly going to come with some challenges. You mentioned about the uh, automatic adjustment in fuel prices in, in, um, and the energy sector uh, cost and many others. But also the IMF program will bring some benefits. Exchange rate stability. So if we are as we are witnessing now, the exchange rate is appreciating if it's stable, then you'll not see automatic adjustment inflation may come down if that happens then uh, there might rather be a downward adjustment uh, if not kept stable so um, it's, it's something that will bring some hardships in some areas but certain some benefits will come as well let's take the case of employment in the i haven't read the full document so i haven't seen much on employment but i've seen in the budget statement of 2023 that there is a freeze on employment. What it means is that we will not be able to employ the number of youth we are churning out of our institutions annually. And that is a big challenge. Already youth unemployment is huge. And if for three years you cannot employ you can can imagine the effects. And the other components of the program that certainly uh, would would affect you and I, uh, they need to raise more revenue. Um, Our income tax... I looked at it and compared with African average. Uh, we are basically doing well when it comes to income tax, except that there's only a few people who are overburdened. Where the challenge is, is VAT, VAT, if you can look at our VAT receipt compared to what is within the sub-region of south, or south Africa, we are way off the target. So that is one area that may be increased, and you know the effect of increasing VAT or, or, or taxing uh, um, or you and I. and and many other areas. So, yes, you are very much right. It might bring challenges to us, but it will also bring benefit to the economy.
0: And, And I need to ask you something that the central bank governor says. He says we should not only be looking at what we are getting from this by way of the monies, but we should take advantage of what we're currently getting from the IMF to reset the entire
5: economy. You agree with that? I agree perfectly. He was spot on. It's not just about the money that is coming in to just temporarily show our, our reserves, temporarily restore some stability, but we should take advantage. And I think the program is, uh, has all the fine details about raising revenue, our tax revenue um, is is very low. If we're able to raise more domestic revenue, then our reliance on external sources of funding would not be the uh, case. It would be, be a, a case... Uh, Something that we think we, you know, of the past. There are other areas as well that, that the program is going to support to ensure that we reset the economy. Uh, revenue is one major area. Our expenditure, getting value for money in terms of spending and ensuring growth, also stability in, in all respects. So I, I think the, the program is quite comprehensive. What is before us now? The, challenge, the real challenge starts from tomorrow when we receive the money to ensure that whatever is set in the program, we work assiduously to achieve them. Otherwise, come the next review or visit, if we are not able to meet them, that the, the release of the tranche might not come, something we have budgeted for. If it doesn't come, you know the effect on our revenue, the effect on our budget, and, and the effect on the economy that we may have to uh, grapple with.
0: Prof, thank you very much. Professor uh, Peter Quoted that he heads the Institute of Statistical Social and Economic Research at the University of Ghana. The real work, he says, begins tomorrow. Ever visited a shop, picked a whole basket of provisions? told